0: Well, the problem in italy is not uh, is a little bit different than many other countries i mean uh, when you dig a hole and you don't find a roman villa then put uh, everything you can in that hole <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could restore it.
2: Hi, and welcome to Backup Central's Restore It All podcast. I'm your host, W. Curtis Preston, a.k.a. Mr. Backup. I have uh, a special guest today, but first I will say hi to my good friend, Prasanna Malyandi. uh you're, you're like sheltering in place where you are, right?
1: I am sheltering in place. I think this is day four. Day four. Hard to keep track of days, and it's only day four. But yes, they've told us, if you don't have to go outside, don't go outside. It's actually a misdemeanor if you go outside and I think they have like drones. Yeah. They really want to be careful. Like they give certain exclusions. Like if you have to go to the grocery store or the doctors, but they don't want people just like wandering
2: around. Right. Wow. Well, that, well, I'm glad to hear that they're, you know, that they're enforcing it. Um, I, um, yeah, that's good to hear. And, uh, we, you know, we're continuing on here with our, um, and by the way I'll uh, I'll throw out our usual disclaimer. Uh Prasanna and I both do work for Druva, but this is not a Druva podcast. The opinions that you hear are our own and the result of, you know, being cooped up in the house uh, for too long.
1: And we are not doctors, so anything that we say
2: is not medical advice. Or are um epi- is it epidemiologists? Is that the I think that's that's that the right that's, word? Yeah, yeah. Word. We are not disease experts or whatever we're just doing our best to find what we see out there that's useful and pass it on along with hopefully maybe a few tidbits about computers along the way so i was i've been watching the news and um we've heard so much out of italy that i got the idea for this special guest when i realized that you know that i know someone in italy and uh, he is quite the interesting uh personality so he's been you know in computers and storage uh, for over 25 years i just found out that he his first exposure to unix was as the leader of a scout troop at 15 years old i uh, went to college He actually uh, dropped out of college to create his first company uh, that did uh, CAD design, right? Um, uh, Did a lot of sysadmin work, uh, eventually, sort of developed an increased love for storage, where we find him today. Uh, He started a system integrator, had about 12 employees at one time, and he started a blog that. It turns out he liked, it sounds like he liked it more than the company, and so he decided to do that full-time. So now he's a you know full-time writer. Uh, he, he's been an independent blogger and analyst. Now he's an analyst at GigaOM for just over a year. I want to welcome to the podcast my friend Enrico Senioretti. Hey, hey, hey.
0: Thank you for having me, guys. It's, uh, it's an honor. Yeah, thanks for coming on.
2: I, I see you and what's going on over there as a, a vision of our future. Our numbers are tracking just like they were for you. Obviously, our our geography, our topography, and our whatever the word is for peopleography uh, are very different. Um, but you know, uh, you know, uh, why don't you give us? I don't know, tell us what it's been like over the so. Ha- it, it happened what Three weeks ago is when things sort of took off there.
0: Yes. So uh, three weeks ago on uh, on Friday, and
2: I don't know why they choose Friday
0: I- instead of you know the beginning <laughs> of the week, but uh, it was we- no it was weird because uh, it happened all in a sudden. I mean uh, everything is fine. Yeah, there are a few uh, infections here and there, and uh, we are managing it. Well, all in a sudden, it became uh, like well, there are a few more, maybe too many. Let's start to uh, not uh, doing uh, you know too many hugging and to and wash your hands. The the wash your hand things was, was uh, you know everywhere and uh, okay. And then all in a sudden they said, okay, we decided a complete lockdown here, so no schools and. More or less like uh, Prasanna uh, said, so you don't have to go outside, you don't have to gather with other people and other things. And it got worse and worse. I mean, uh, bar and restaurants closed, and uh, now we have only essential services like grocery stores and uh, a few other kinds of t- shops open, and you can go out only only for uh, this reason. I mean. Health reasons, or uh, food, or a few other things. Actually,
2: do you need like any sort of proof that you're out for the purpose of groceries, or do you just need to answer the right question?
0: Well, no. You 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 have to fill up a form before uh, going out, and uh, and they check everything. I mean, and if you don't get you uh, everything right, I mean, they they give you a fine. And uh, and also, you know, the, there are some consequences. I don't know in the long term because they stopped like forty three thousand people was the, yesterday, and eight thousand got uh, fine. You know the fine, and 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 probably, you know, that there will be some uh, uh, some problems with the lawyers later. I don't know.
1: So with this pr- uh, process. Do they basically say you can only go out, like once you fill out the form, is it you can go out immediately or they will schedule and say, okay, today 20,000 people can go outside and it's not your day, so you get to go
0: tomorrow? No, no, there is no such rule. I mean, it's uh, it's common sense at the end. So if you have to, to go to the grocery store, you can just go. The, the problem is that uh, everybody tries- but you,
2: but you have to fill out- you have to fill out the form first and bring that with you during your trip.
0: Yes, and you have to 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 walk or you know drive it for the short distance. You you can't say, "Oh, I'm here on the beach," but actually, I was going uh, to the to the supermarket that is on that uh, right. you know, part of right. the city. Uh, was just uh, that doesn't work this way. So uh, you, you have to go direct where you you have to go and uh, keep distance with right. others. Don't many people can enter the together in the in the market or whatever. So it's a, there are a few rules. Almost everybody respects the rules, so it's not a huge problem from that point of view.
1: What about in the grocery stores? Are there actually supplies like are shelves stocked, or is it difficult? Well, to that's a good
2: buy? question.
0: Well, there is everything. I mean, uh, I found everything. Uh, Nutella biscuits are still missing. <laughs> but
2: You're like, no, not my
1: Nutella biscuits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's that's another problem. I mean, they, they got uh, uh, this product out like it was November, something like that, and they, they can't keep up mm. pr- producing it. So I, I can <laughs> least... get it. I mean... <laughs> Uh, it's delicious and everything, and everybody wants it. Uh, and okay, but but uh, except of that and uh, and a few other things that some sometimes are missing in the shells. But we are talking really about minor things. I mean, uh, it's nothing that you can replace with. Can you get else. grappa? Uh, you can have can get everything now. And I am more in the gin okay. and tonic. Uh, so, but but uh, tiny quarter is no problem. Uh, in my uh, favorite um, store, uh, the the well, gene is going down. I mean, not all the bottles are there, but I think they they will be able to uh, to have them back in a few days. So I can manage. I so i have plenty of bottles at the-
2: I, 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 i'm assuming that some of our news is making it over there to you you've heard that our big problem apparently is toilet paper hoard- hoarders
0: yeah I, I can understand why actually uh, I, I wasn't sure if if i could ask something like that on on, uh, on twitter or whatever.
2: we're just not as americans used to having anything rationed so the sudden idea that we, you know, we, we saw the news from, you know, from Italy and, and other countries where it's like shelter in place. And suddenly people like, you know, they, they, they thought about, you know, what can I not do without? And suddenly they, they, they just felt that toilet paper was the thing. Yeah. And so, but the, the problem is uh, fine. Go buy yourself a giant pack of toilet paper from Costco, but people were buying like 10 of them. <laughs> it's like, you have enough toilet paper to last you five years. What, what are you doing? You know, uh, that I don't understand. Yeah. And even along that, it was also the
1: fact that in grocery stores, I guess like all the bread was gone, but the canned food was still there. And it's like, um, how long do you think this will last? <laughs> like 10 <laughs> loaves of bread.
0: <laughs> well, we, we had this problem the first day. I mean, the first weekend, everybody was, uh, in the grocery stores trying to, you know, grab everything, almost everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we, we, we went like many others just because we saw so many people going there and said, OK, let's try to do this. The, the problem is that, uh, you know, uh, knowing how things work in Italy and, uh, and everything. So we ended up with some, um, you know, crisps and other things for the aperitif time. And, uh, Prosecco and this kind of thing. So, and, uh, and we didn't buy anything really relevant <laughs> for, for that, you know, and, uh, but, but on Monday, uh, everything was, uh, back on the, on the shelf. So, you know, uh, we,
2: So we you just, bought, you bought appetizers and Prosecco. Yeah.
0: But, but again, <laughs> again, you know, the, there was, that there were many people in the stores. It was crazy. And I, and I thought, uh, I, I had the chance to talk with a couple of guys in the store and they told me, look, they are doing this, but there is no reason. So tomorrow we will have uh, everything back. The orders right. are already in place. They are just buying, uh, you know, the last vegetables and, um, on Sunday that nobody does. And why? I, so mm. I went on, the morning, on Monday morning and I found everything.
2: So the, so the good news that what I'm hearing from you is that you know the things returned to normal from a supply perspective once that initial you know rush was over.
0: Yeah, everything is fine. I mean the there are a couple of issues with uh, online deliveries. I mean uh, Amazon uh, Prime Now doesn't work as uh, uh, as we expected. So it's probably too many uh, orders at the same time, so things like that. So uh, in the few cities like Milan and Rome, where this these uh, services uh, uh, available, they are quite uh, pleased about that. And uh, Amazon Pantry, which is, uh, I don't know if you have something like that in the US, but uh, it's like, uh, uh, you know, you, you can buy almost everything uh, except uh, fresh food and they deliver it in four or five days. It's, uh, uh, it's stopped and uh, so online uh, e-commerce grocery stores or um, you know these kind of services are not working as expected I mean, Yeah, uh,
2: I can imagine that they probably had a giant increase in demand for those services, and so they're having trouble keeping up with that demand. Right. right. I've really? actually
1: tried to order from Amazon Fresh, which is actually fresh groceries, and they deliver to your door. And I haven't been able to find an appointment. So you can add things to your cart, but if you try to actually get a delivery time, it's like no delivery times are available for the next two weeks.
2: You can go shopping. You just can't go buying.
0: Yeah, uh, basically. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, probably it, it's more about logistics than anything else. I mean, they don't right, have right. enough drivers or whatever. Yep. But, uh, that's,
2: yeah, yeah. Actually, over here I saw a news report that said Amazon was going to hire a hundred thousand new drivers uh, due to this increase in demand. So you know, there's some some good news there for some people because that
0: uh, we order pizza and uh, other things and they deliver uh, them. You know quickly right. uh, as so, usual i mean
2: so so let's let's talk about that so the, the one of the things that we've been talking about over here the besides the actual effects of the of the virus itself is this negative impact on the revenue of so many businesses and then the employees of those businesses um you know what what are you know what is italy doing for that is there are so, they doing anything?
0: Well, the the, the government launched a first uh, um, plan. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's twenty five billions. So they, they have this plan with uh, with uh, with a lot of money, and they and there are uh, checks for uh, for uh, um, for people that uh, don't have a um, a salary. Okay, so. Right, like, uh, professionals, uh, these guys, contractors, this kind of guys, and uh, everything is covered usually in Italy with the standard uh, mechanisms. So if you lose the, your job, there is uh, well before losing the job, uh, you you get some uh, uh, a few months where you get uh, a part of the of the salary, and it's provided by the by the state. So. Uh, the impact is not as uh, immediate as in the US, for example. Mm. Okay, right. and uh, and also there are uh, they are planning to give voucher or tax discounts or other things that will last uh, for a few months. For example, if you have a mortgage, you can uh, stop paying uh, 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 it for a few months. Uh, uh, and, and things like that. So the, they are to they are trying to uh, delay the impact or stop the impact for some classes, especially the right.
2: ones. We have some things in place for certain groups of people, but what we don't have anything for are those who qualify as independent contractors. Right? There is no there is no safety net for independent contractors. If you're if you suddenly become unemployed which is technically the wrong term because you were never employed in the first place, if you become no longer working as an independent contractor, there is no, there's nothing for you. Well, usually,
0: um, usually don't we don't have it, but, uh, but for this time they decided that uh, it was too important and too, you know, spread uh, to, to not doing something for that. So, so well, that's we, good. Yeah, that's
2: good yeah, to hear. I, I think so. I think if, if like, if I were to push a magic button, the first thing I would do is basically say nobody pays their rent, nobody pays their mortgage, and nobody gets in trouble for that later. Um, you know, sorry, you know, sorry, mortgage companies, sorry, rental owners, but you know, you're the people that are paying those things don't have any money right now and punishing them doesn't help anyone right well this happens um,
0: all the times in italy i mean it's uh, almost automatic i mean if there is a major disaster like an earthquake or something like that mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. stop all of these things i mean you you. Stop- these are
2: these are new ideas in the u.s though <laughs> <laughs> things that have we, never happened before here we been yeah about. Yeah, well, not, we, not even
0: for the the major, uh, you know, storms that you had, uh, hurricanes or... You
2: know, th- those tend to be so localized that those are typically, um, they're dealt with like by local authorities. At 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 worst, it would be a state that might make such a law. This is so big that they're discussing things at a federal level, which is definitely new for us because we look at... You know, our country tends to look at things like that and apply negative uh, descriptions to them. Uh, trying not to get political here, but we, <laughs> we 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 don't tend to like things like that. Well, at least at least parts of the country don't like things like that. Well, um, it's
0: always the the, um, the discussion around you know you pay less taxes than us, and uh, you know most yeah. of the of these services of these protections uh you know are not there because that reason and, right
2: uh, right and i mean and the money's got to come from somewhere right so um so let's talk about now i i asked you last night if you if anyone you know was directly uh like infected uh by the virus and you mentioned that it uh, a father of a friend of yours tell me about that
0: yeah so the, uh, this friend of mine um has his father he is a uh, i think 8081 and uh and uh he had a small surgery uh just uh, you know uh a few weeks ago and uh, there is this doubt that you know going back and forth from uh, uh from the hospital and maybe he got it uh, there and uh and now everything is locked down also for him so he he can't go to visit him and uh, uh, they, they can communicate only through only through telephone at the end so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's quite a, uh, it's not an happy situation i mean he could die is he, not doing very well and uh is not on the iq uh the care yeah uh, but uh, but again it he, is not doing very well so that that's that's a bad situation of family, for for all the family. I mean, and they are quarantined, of course, because right, again, right, they 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 were in touch with them, so uh, there is this fifteen day in quarantine. Uh, so, do people drop
1: off? What about their supplies then, like their groceries, their medical supplies? Are people dropping it off, or what happens? Well,
0: there is a huge network of volunteers and. Uh, we we call it uh civil protection i don't know if you have something similar so but it's it's a large voluntary groups that uh, is uh, is in italy and they cover for uh, you know um, emergencies things like that so they have uh, they can go in a in this uh, uh, areas where there is something growing so they have tents they can build the, uh, field hospitals and things like that. And uh, and they also have you know, people that uh, are less technical probably, but they can help. So they, they put you in touch with these guys.
1: That's good to hear. I've heard that there have been a lot of cases in Italy, right? And that hospitals are starting to get overwhelmed. So can you just kind of talk about... Because in the US, we haven't necessarily started testing broadly yet. Can you kind of talk about what people are doing in Italy in terms of testing for the virus or how the hospital, the medical situations, the doctors, all that are,
0: that you are aware of? Well, yes. So, uh, I think that, uh, uh, the um, numbers are a little bit distorted because, uh, again, there is this difference between, U uh, S and Europe and maybe Italy in this case. So as soon as they started, uh, um, feeling the pressure about uh, the coronavirus, they started uh, testing uh, every suspect uh, case. I mean, even if you didn't uh, have symptoms, but actually you were in touch with somebody that had symptoms. So they they started chasing for it. Chasing for it meaning uh, doing a lot of tests, thousands of tests. Right. So you find people that um, were infected, even if you are not actively uh, looking uh, for the virus in, in in that particular area or person, and uh, and we we still we are we are the the country in Europe that made a, uh, you know the the largest number of tests per uh, per capita. Yes, yeah. so it's uh, uh, I think it was important. So the numbers that you see now is that we have like more than thirty five thousand. And some of them, of course, had the symptoms, so they were being tested. But, but uh, uh, many of them were tested just to, to try to contain the virus, to try to understand where where it was, so you can uh, prevent the um, the spread of the virus. And uh, other countries uh, were softened in this regard because they didn't want to, you know, a uh, the population they they don't w- they didn't want to scare anybody okay but uh, you know now that they are testing uh, like we do you find that for example Spain is already half of uh, our uh, infected and you know they started testing seriously two weeks ago so uh, it, it's different between uh, uh, knowing and not knowing I think and we know. <laughs> Others are starting to understand and know now.
2: I think in our case, uh, you know, I, I can't and won't speak to any political motivations. I think for our case, it's simply a mathematical problem. We simply don't have enough tests to test the way that you just described. Right. You know, they, they, they talk on the news about, you know, tomorrow we're going to have a million and a half tests. OK, that's not even close to enough right We have f- close to 400 million people in this country uh, you know we we need you know 40 50 million tests tomorrow and because we need to be able to test the way that you describe we, you know it's like so you've had indirect con you know you've had c- you've had direct contact with somebody who had a virus and and then test all those other people right be- because the more you test, the better you get an idea of the, the true spread of the virus, but we don't have, we simply don't have enough tests. And I, I don't know how soon that problem is going to be corrected simply because of the number of people we're dealing with.
1: Yeah, because I think it said in the US, I think today we just, today's what, the 19th of March. So on the 19th of March, we just crossed 10,000 confirmed cases in the US, which in my, like you said,
2: Curtis, I think that's very low number. It's a low number because we're simply not testing enough people. And, and, and I know because of, of, of I've interacted with a few people who uh, have, um, they have got, they have, they've had some symptoms and they've gone down the road of trying to get tested. And none of the people, I've got three or four people in my circle of people that have gone down that road and none of them have been tested. They all have symptoms. And they'd like to be tested to know if they have it or if it's just the flu. uh, And none of them have been tested. And that's just...
0: This is sad. Anyway, for the families and everybody, I I mean, uh, that's the real risk.
1: And uh, Curtis, I was actually going to bring up another point. So my sister's friend in Washington, D.C., so she had some, she wanted to be concerned because her mom was older and she wanted to go visit and she had just been traveling. So she went to the doctor trying to get tested and she had an appointment set up. She shows up at the doctor and they want to run the uh, the test to see if she has two different types of flu, if she has strep throat. And only if those all come back negative can she get the test to see if she has coronavirus. And even after that, it's, I think, four to seven days before she gets her results.
2: Mm. Right. Yeah. And, and, I, oh,
1: and by the way, this was like a five hour. I think she spent like five or six hours at the doctor's office.
2: Yeah. And, and again, that's it's all caused, well, mostly caused by the fact that we simply don't have enough tests to test everyone who might be sick. We need to make sure that they don't have something else. And that it's not that. We need to make sure that first. I, I, I hope that that's the logic. I hope that the logic isn't just, oh, here's an opportunity to run an expensive test, right? Um, that we can run. No, I but, understand. Yeah. But on the, other,
0: yeah. on the other hand, you, you have to um, to think about uh, not Italy versus uh, U.S., but probably uh, Europe versus U.S. So The, the size is the same. I mean, 300 million people, more or less. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you know, all the European countries are testing much more than the US. Anyway, even the, the, the smallest know. countries and uh, everything. I don't want to, you know, uh, to say anything in this regard because I don't know your situation. I don't know who is going to pay for this test and everything. Uh, it's much more complicated there than here. But uh, even in the UK, they are testing now much more than the new. As soon as they changed a little bit, their strategy from herd immunity yeah. to, well, maybe it was a, it was a, a idiotic. Let's let's do the other thing, yeah. and and uh, and then they started testing much more. So
2: yeah, and I, I think that we will. I I honestly think that this isn't a, this isn't the typical U.S. problem of how things are going to be paid for. That's not our problem. Our problem is that we simply don't have enough tests. And 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 the two companies that are producing the tests in the U.S. Um, have you know I've seen them interviewed and they're like, "We're doing our best, man. Like we are trying to produce as many tests as we can." But the 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 the, the frustrating part is that we should have started doing that level of production three months ago, the moment we heard about the coronavirus in China. But we said as a country, we said, Oh, it's never going to come here. Um, but, but shoulda, coulda, woulda. So let's talk about what, what, what else do you know about sort of the, um, what should we expect, you know, as, a you know, people that are doing what we're supposed to do, what else should we expect, uh, moving forward?
0: Well, that, uh, uh- Life goes on. I mean, um, my biggest problem the first week was uh, um, my wife at home. No,
1: no, (laughs) no. I I agree. (laughs) No, I I think that's reasonable.
0: No, so uh, we uh, so on Friday they decided to lock down everything, and she was still able to go to work because you know she had this form. With her, but uh, the only thing that they gave her was a laptop and uh, uh, like three, four pages with a, a short manual on how to connect and how to make it uh, work from home. Uh, and she was lucky because she already had a laptop. So there was a, a, in that company uh, they had this first wave of uh, change from traditional desktops to laptops. Okay, she she doesn't uh, even if she. Uh, she traveled. She doesn't bring that laptop with her usually, but uh, uh, you know, maybe it was a strategy to, to give laptops instead of uh, desktops. And uh, and uh, she came home with this thing, and uh, she was not able to connect to anything. So she is not uh, uh, technical enough. So I was uh, her help desk, and uh, I spent some time with. Uh, with a yeah, with a you know, with the real help desk, they helped us installing things. They were not ready. There was no enough bandwidth, and so the everything crashed the first day. Then they managed to solve the problem. The, the they didn't have enough licenses for the VPN. All things like that. It was crazy. Also consider that she works in a company that is not that huge for the Americans. That I mean, I think it's. Around 500 people in uh, distributing tra- in three major cities, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, only a few of them were able to work already remotely. So you know, it was like a tsunami of uh, of people, and you know, these guys did a great job. I mean, uh, the, the, the IT um, organization was uh, responded nice. Uh, they, they solved all the problem in uh, two three days and uh, she discovered the existence of you know teams, Microsoft teams. Uh, uh, they discovered that they have a lot of tools that they never used and things like that. So uh, uh, the, the first connection with that team, like six, seven people in a conference call was like so it was a party. I mean they were all happy that uh, they were able to work again. And, uh, mm. you know, this is very basic stuff, but uh, I started to think that everybody has this kind of problem now. I mean, many uh, organizations are not ready for um, for this kind of uh, uh, work and uh, right. and the security things that comes with it, and for, for some companies, it's also a problem of secrecy, so they can't you know, download or work at home with the, some of the documents or sometimes it's even worse. They have uh, uh, hardware. They are working on some piece of, uh, you know, I, I, I can think about uh, a Ferrari engineer going home with a piece of
2: the car. You know? <laughs> right. No, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And uh,
0: and and these kind of problems, I think, uh, uh, well, Lucky for her, she solved everything. She's working full time again, and and everything. Well, lucky was-
2: for her, she lives with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, also, and yeah. Uh, but uh, but that was uh, you know tough in the first few days, and uh, uh, and uh, and then the kids. I mean,
2: uh, how old how old are your
0: kids? Uh, Twelve and fifteen. So they they. Um, at the very beginning, every single professor had a different uh, idea on how to manage this thing. So some of them, it was just homework. For others, they sent uh, uh, emails with, uh, with uh, you know, a few pages of, uh, um, of new material to study. And uh, uh, it was a mess, okay. And then after a while, the second week, they got uh, it uh, better and better. So the ministry uh, sent out some, uh, some some rules and tools and they started doing it right. So they have a proper lessons with the, with the teacher, with a webcam, trying oh, nice. to... Yeah, yeah. And um, not all of them yet, because I think also in this case, some of the teachers are not ready to deal with this kind of technology. It's yeah. very new for them. And uh, even if everybody has a computer, but you never tried uh, Google Meet or you you, you never tried, uh, they, they use a platform that is resembled somehow Facebook. It's called Edmodo. And, uh, but they never, I, I, I'm pretty sure that they are not used to this kind of things, even Facebook. Yeah, and, and,
2: uh, you know what? The three of us, we work in technology and, you know, I, I know, you know, when I look at how Druva does business as a company, we, we use so many SaaS services, um, that, and and of course everybody has a laptop and I mean, that's just how things are done. And even those that work in the office, they're essentially just using the office as a place to get internet. And um, you know, and to and to also see people face to face. So with us, it was simply a matter of saying, "Well, okay, no more face to face meetings. Those have to be done via Zoom. Go home and continue using the same apps that you were already using." That that that's sort of I I see that the way companies that are looking towards the future. That's the way they're doing business. But I, I think I live in a bubble. Um, and there's all these other companies like like you described your wife's company where it's a very successful company they 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 did sounds like everybody didn't have a laptop and even once they you know they tried to come out with this release of laptops there, there was just such a demand for them to enable that technology that they just you know it sounds like they failed initially but they they did their best it sounds like what you said
0: yeah and, and if you consider that, Yes, the, the, as you said, you know, you are used to SaaS application, everything new and shiny and everything. But actually, she has a couple of uh, uh, applications that are really, really legacy applications. And <laughs> and, and they still use uh, Citrix clients and things like that to access this uh, application. So it's, uh, uh, you know... the VPN even, and-
2: even in... In the office, they do, or just now because she's working from home.
0: I I didn't ask in, in the office what okay. they do in the office, but but actually, it's highly likely that they have this client for for everything. It's, uh, but but I don't know. I, I I didn't ask because it was already too much for me. Do,
2: do you think that um, that this will cause people to reevaluate their, um, you know. To, to, to reevaluate how much they currently hold on to legacy technology and to uh, look more at future type technologies that allow you to be more mobile?
0: So, I, I think that, uh, especially in Italy, I mean, I usually think about Italy as the third world of uh, IT. Okay. So, everything um, starts from the US, especially in the Silicon Valley, this kind of a. Uh, uh, Areas and then moves to the rest of the U.S. and then uh, North Europe and then you get Italy. Okay, so uh, we we can think about Italy like two at least two years behind uh, the initial adoption of a new technology. Okay, and uh, uh, but this doesn't justify a lot of things. I mean, two years ago, uh, SAS was already there, for example. And the, the thing is that. Uh, Another another problem with uh, countries like Italy is that uh, investment in IT is never uh, has never been very very uh, good. Uh, we we didn't spend enough in uh, in IT, and it, and it was a problem. And even when I was uh, uh, with my system integrator, and uh, the problem is that uh, you know you have to. Uh, we are, for example, we are a manufacturing company. IT is just something that we need to print invoices. What's the point? So, uh, you know, we we can't think too much. We can't spend too much on it. I mean, it's uh, it's not an investment. It's uh, it's more reliability, <laughs> almost.
1: It's not. It's not what gives the differentiation for the company.
0: Yes, it works right, now. Right. Yeah, but now we are still there. I mean, now. I think that this crisis will help uh, see uh, CEOs and you know other executives to understand better. This will be of help, of course, so they can improve investments. and uh, And the other thing is, um, you know, in Italy we are very, very traditional in the way you work. Uh, it's not only you know that uh, working for more. I mean. I'm used to, to talk with a lot of uh, US companies so very distributed very very um, also modern in the way they they uh, manage a lot of processes well this is not the case here in Italy so uh, even if you uh, uh, if you are home is you know 100 kilometers from your uh, your office—it's unlikely that you will go to the office every morning. I mean, you do that in, in also in the US sometimes. But if you decide to work a few days of the week at home, nobody, nobody cares. And uh, in in Italy, it's a little bit different. It's, it's look looks like you are not working. You are not really. Working. You are trying to. Uh,
2: <laughs> we are we are not that so much. We are not so much different there. A lot of companies are are still that way, Um, and uh, you know it's you know it has to do with managing people and and not every and honestly not everybody's uh, self manageable, right? Not everybody can work from home and work um, um, efficiently and get work done uh, and not avoid distractions. This
0: crisis will change a little bit. This thing, I mean, yeah, I do think so. And uh, we will see more, more flexibility. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, this will be a, a, good, uh, a good thing that will happen in, in the medium-long term.
2: Um, right. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I understand what you're saying about, you know, Italy being, you know, the third world of IT, which is why I was so surprised when I, you know, I, I think I've told you this, that I did a gig for FastWeb uh many years ago and this was like 15 years ago and fast web had fiber all the way to their customers for internet and at that time that was just something unheard of in in the us so i was so surprised that they had done, that they had gone so far forward on that
0: well the problem in italy is not uh, is a little bit different than many other countries i mean uh, when you dig a hole you don't find a Roman villa, then put everything you can in that hole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I usually had this anecdote about my hometown. So they wanted to uh, renovate a, a, a square, and uh, when, when they uh, they had this very nice project, and with uh, you know uh, everything new, everything shining, and so they started digging to to rebuild the, all the, all the square and they found a Roman villa. And you know, at the very beginning thought, like, oh it's another villa. they are all the same. actually no. this one was from a, a surgeon and they found a lot of uh, pieces of this of his work and stuff. So they just decided to build a, a museum on top of this villa and uh, so we don't have a square anymore. And uh, we have a new museum. We we have uh, already many museums in my hometown, but okay, one more. So we didn't have the uh, the museum, but also all the plans about uh, uh, fiber optics and uh, everything else had to change, because of course you know you you can you can put fiber on top of the Roman villa with mosaics and stuff. Okay, so and it took years to. Uh, build a new project, dig uh, other or other uh, holes, and uh, and do everything. So when you dig in you know, a yeah,
2: that is definitely a that is definitely a unique problem that you have. Yeah, it's um, different
0: than, than many other countries. I mean, uh, they they were building a, a, a. There is a new development just in front of my house, and they found a an ancient uh, village of, uh, I don't know, you know, which age or whatever. And they stopped it for two years. Think about starting paying for that house and somebody tells you, no, look, there is a, you know, we found a, a, a few beans and a few other, you know, caps that comes from the, you know, 1000 before Christ. And well, maybe there was a settlement here. So let's dig a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to wait two, uh, two years to get your hands done. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that's the kind so, of problem, you know?
2: So back, back to the, the whole COVID-19, uh, do you have any, any additional thoughts that you think would be valuable to... Um, I mean, we're, we're not just an American audience, but we're primarily an American audience. We have some Europeans, some Australians... Uh, Some Indians uh, listening to the podcast. I won't
0: tell you, I won't tell you, uh, wash your hands. You can get (laughs) this from everybody. And uh, um, so I think that the best thing that you can do is to stay at home and think about uh, uh, your family, especially the elders, because it's not them that uh, can bring the the virus to you but it's you that can kill them by bringing it to them because uh, it's true that uh, you know it attacks more the elders with uh, the right. other you know right uh, health Appreciate issues So it. yeah so please stay on and uh, it will it would last long so they just uh, prolonged the lockdown here up to the 18th of uh, April if I read it. Uh, Right during lunch, and uh, so don't think that you are uh, you have superpowers because even if you do, you're you're going to kill somebody else. That, that's that's the only.
2: You know, I I I really like that. Uh, the, the, I think the best advice I read on Facebook yesterday was, act. You know, in all your behaviors, act as if you have the virus. Right. So stay at home. Don't go out because if you go out, you're going to give the virus to somebody else. Don't go visit your grandmother if you don't have to do that because you might give the virus to her. Act as if you have it at all times um, and and you're just trying not to pass it to other people because that's one thing about this virus is you can have it for quite a long time and be uh, contagious before you're symptomatic. Um, And in this country, definitely before you're tested right? Because we're not, you know, we're not testing as many people as we should. Do you have any recommendations for people on
1: how to stay sane at home? Sorry, say again. How to keep their mental health while they're at home?
0: So I, um, I ordered a, a few fitness items on, uh, uh, on Amazon, like uh, uh, elastic bands, uh, balance board, and uh, you know, uh, I'm trying with uh, just testing right now a few apps for uh, for doing some exercise. Uh, kids are uh, on Fortnite, which is the. Uh, <laughs> you know, yep, we we will try tonight to start a uh, a little uh, coding course. I'm trying. I know that it's <laughs> difficult. We have Arduino and other things, so we will try to to build something. So you have plenty of time to spend with your kids. This is probably a good thing. Uh, And, you know, if you can, read books.
1: Yeah, all those things you've been wanting to do but you haven't had the chance to do, now is probably a good time, be it home projects, reading books, whatever else it is.
0: Yeah, I, I I think this is half help. And, I mean, it... This is only the second, third week here, and we have three more weeks uh, ahead of us, at least, probably four. So uh, I don't know if uh, I will say the same thing in, uh, in two, three weeks. <laughs> but, but for the moment, it, work, it is working.
2: All right. Well, I uh, want to say grazie for coming on. When I thought about you, I was like, Oh, I would love to have you on the podcast. So I'm super happy that you were able to make it. Well, thank you. So uh and thanks uh to our listeners. I hope this was helpful. Uh feel free to send in questions to w Curtis at gmail.com or uh at wc Presson on Twitter and um make a comment on the podcast, you know, whatever you'd like. Uh and we'll continue our coronavirus slash IT coverage. Uh, as we get through this uh, uh, as we as we all get through this together so thanks for listening make sure to subscribe so that you can restore it all
0: there was a file but I deleted
1: it to bad your backup system isn't worth a spit. finally I needed your backup you had chance to fix it instead it's all jacked up see
0: how i'll write on facebook about you don't underestimate the things that i will do there was a file but i deleted it